Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my coach Macaulay Matthew, I am of course doing my more. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going out there? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, busy uh, Saturday night. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk. You know, sports, entertain, everything else. I do as always. Um, we're gonna lead off briefly with uh, you know MLB Hall of Fame news. Uh, talk NFL as uh, the big football conference uh, uh, championship games are going to go down tomorrow night. Uh, And also, um, you know, talk uh, what's going on in the NBA, state of the Knicks, uh, NHL, MLB, WWE, and even talk uh, Boys Meet World and Girls Meet World with the finale uh, ending last night. So, uh, you know, you know what we do on this show? We talk about everything. So um, we, we'll we'll jump right into it right now. So without further ado, let's uh, let's start the show. And um, basically, um, the big news of this week was that uh, MLB announced, uh, you know, that they're they're adding three Hall of Famers to the class of. Uh, of the of the baseball hall of fame and of course uh they're uh the you know perennial houston astro um uh um, uh, jeff bagwell then you got tim raines who is a member of the the yankees uh you know championship teams uh in uh, 96 um you know and uh also you know bounce around a bunch of other teams and uh, of course, also uh, Pud Rodriguez, arguably the best defensive catcher uh, in the the steroids era. So, you know, congratulations to all three men. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, 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 Bagwell and uh, and and uh, and Pud Rodriguez, they've they've been some of the guys that have been rumored you know, to be uh, taking steroids, but they've never been uh, caught with anything. You know, basically, you know, like Piazza was for the past couple of years until he finally uh, got into the Hall of Fame last year, uh, these guys were also, uh, you know, surrounded in steroid controversy, whether they did it or not. Uh, There was no proof. So once Piazza got in, you know, these guys uh, got in. So, you know, congratulations to them, you know. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think all the all three of these guys deserve it. Um, you know, Jeff Bagwell and Pudge Rodriguez, as you said, they were, uh, you know, they've allegedly, uh, there's been some suspicion that they've uh, taken performance-enhancement drugs, um, you know, during their career, although some have been proven. Um, you know, so with that said, you know, with no evidence, no strong evidence against them, 
you know, they go into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, they have they had great careers. Uh, you know, Bagwell was the face of the Astros for many years. Um, he even won the MVP, I think, um, in 94, I think. Uh, full-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, Gold Glove winner, um, Pudge, you know, one of the greatest hitting catchers of all time. And, um, you know, won that championship with the Marlins in 2003. Um, yeah, I mean, both of these players were great players during their careers. And you got Tim Raines, one of the best leadoff men in the history of baseball. Um, you know, the guy could hit, he could steal bases, seven-time All-Star, won two championships with the Yankees. You know, he's a, uh, you know, he should have, you know, I'm surprised they, it took him so long to put him in the Hall of Fame. But all three of these guys, uh, you know, it's well-deserving. Um, to see them uh, in the Hall of Fame, and you know it's uh, you know it, it's it's about time that all three of these guys uh, finally got inducted. A- absolutely, and uh, Tim Ron- Tim Raines he finally got in on his last year of eligibility. Yeah. So you know, congratulations to him. Um, you know, um, I, I I you know I agree with everything you said. Uh, you know, Jeff Jeff. Uh, Jeff Bagwell, you know, he was a member of the Killer B Astros with him and uh, Biggio, and then later Berkman. You know, um, they were a formidable team. You know, obviously the the Houston Astros franchise uh, during uh, you know um, you know Bagwell's era were always a, a Astro was always a National League team until a few years ago uh, when they shifted to the American League and. Yeah. Uh, that franchise is still looking for its first ever championship. Um, but most notably, uh, you know, that team, uh, you know, along with Beltran, you know, they, they went to the, um, they went to the uh, world series. Uh, it wasn't a losing effort, but, uh, you know, that was clearly the best team. They also had uh, Andy Pettit on that team, you know, when he left the Yankees at that time before, you know, returning to the Yankees, later on and uh speaking of Pettit his former teammate uh Posada um if I'm if I'm not mistaken I don't think he got enough votes uh to stay on the ballot so as of right now um Posada's dreams of being a Hall of Famer is gone unless uh later on you know like a veterans committee could you know you know try to see if he can be but I doubt it. I mean, he had a phenomenal career, yeah. uh, but you know, I think he should have stayed longer in the ballot at least. You know, I think he's at he's at least a borderline Hall of Famer. I mean, uh, look at Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner, I th- I think he's a, I think he's a Hall of Famer at least at the very minimum a borderline Hall of Famer. I mean, this yeah. guy has been dominant. You know, sure he hasn't won the championship, and I think he's been even more dominant than than. Than Hoffman, even though Hoffman has like over a hundred more saves than he does, but I think, you know, uh, Hoffman, you know, because at one point he was the saves leader, um, you know, I, I think that's that's uh, why um, Wagner, I mean Wagner, you know, uh, Wagner has significantly less lesser votes than um, Hoffman. Yeah. And Hoffman is like I think he he has like what fifty percent of the voting or so, and and, and 
Billy Wagner, I think he has like what ten ten percent or or at least a little over that, which yeah. is basically the minimum to keep you in the 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 Hall of Fame balloting. And then another thing that's worth noting is that Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds are getting ground. So it looks like people, you know, you know, were, you know, staunch opponents of, you know, steroid users. It looks like at this rate that those guys, even though they cheated, and, I mean, obviously before they cheated, taking steroids, those guys were, were, were first ballot Hall of Famers. But those guys, you know, they allegedly took steroids and it took them to like a, a whole new video game-like level where they're just, you know, very bonds, man. A uh, 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 pop-up, a routine pop could go out of the ballpark. And then Roger Clemens, I mean, I mean, he, he was unreal. Yeah. You know, unless if he was facing Piazza, that's another story. But, you know, he he had a phenomenal career as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, these uh these were two guys that took performance enhancing drugs during their careers and uh, you know, there's strong evidence against against them and they were caught. Uh but you know so I think there's a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame right now. The the not only Mons and Clemens, a lot of guys that are in the Hall of Fame that took performance enhancing drugs that didn't get caught. So uh, you know we'll never know. We'll never know the full list of names. Of who took it, who didn't, but you know we could just assume. Yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, I definitely think uh, in the near in the the near future, there's gonna be there's definitely gonna be guys that have have taken steroids that are going in. If not, it has already happened already. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure. Conseco was saying the same things um, when he got you know outed. You know, obviously Conseco is not normally a credible. Uh, uh, you know, a per- person, you know, um, you know, after he got, you know, you know, practically blackballed from the, from the, the sport, you know, with his tell all, but it looks like stuff he's been talking about, you know, um, it looks like some of the people he's talked about have actually done it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, 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 he played with a lot of these guys, so he should know. Well, yeah. Not to mention he did it himself. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, congratulations to all three men, and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens uh, next year in uh, you know, next year's Hall of Fame. Um, but um, you know, moving on, uh, yeah, let's talk the NFL, man. Two big games that any sports fan, and especially if you're a fan of the NFL, you got to watch these games. There's uh, Steelers and uh, Steelers and the, the Patriots. They're renewing their rivalry. And, uh, yeah, this this is going to be uh, – we say more it's going to be Roethlisberger versus uh, Tom Brady yet again. And, uh, you know – you know, uh, the the Patriots hasn't been as dominant as they've been in the past, but um, I, I'm hoping Steelers can you know can beat the Patriots, at, you know at home at uh, you know on the road. But I think uh, I think Pats are gonna Pats are gonna win this. I know you disagree. 
and why and explain why. Yeah, I mean it's um, I got my money on Steelers tomorrow. I actually have two bets going on tomorrow, so I have a, a bet with one of my uh, a bet with uh, you know one um the vice president of my company for uh, twenty bucks, and then I'm betting on another for fifty bucks that Steelers are going to win. The reason I pick, I'm picking the Steelers is because um, I didn't like the way the Patriots played against the Texans, even though they ended up blowing out the Texans in the second half. Texans played really good defense in that game against them, and they did they did shut down Tom Brady for a while, although they collapsed later on. But um, if they had a better offense, that could have been a closer game than it was. Um, I think without Gronk in the lineup right now, you know, it it, it exposes New England because if their running game, if if Pittsburgh is able to stop their running game. They're going to force Brady to throw it a lot. And, you know, I don't trust the wide receivers on the Patriots right now. You know, there's, there's not a big-name guy on that team that scares you. But um, And Patriots, uh, Steelers, I should say, they have the firepower to compete. I mean, they got Brown. They got Bell. Bell you yeah. know, so the Patriots are going to have to focus on stopping one of those two guys. And their defense has been playing real well in this postseason. I think the uh, Steelers are going to pull the upset tomorrow. You know, I like, you know, this, it, people have been picking the Steelers the last few years to go to the Super Bowl. I think that this might be the year that they finally do it. So I think there's going to be an upset in Foxborough tomorrow. Don't be surprised. Yeah, I, I'm, I hope it happens, man. I really hope it happens. But I, I know, uh, I know, uh, you know, Patriots have, you know, are, haven't been as dominant, you know, Obviously, you know, with Gronk being hurt and all, but you you can never underestimate uh, the Patriots. They let they let people go, you know, and then they just find somebody and and, and you know, make, move them to a different position, and they, and it's like clockwork, or just sign somebody from another team, and it and it everything Belichick does is you know it's gold. Not to mention Tom Brady in, in the clutch can never yeah. uh, count. Guys out, but I hope you're right. Trust me, I, I I hope you're right, man. I hope uh, you know, Roethlisberger, you know, can uh, can beat these guys. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be a Roethlisberger that defense, and uh, again, Brown and Bell, they're gonna have to continue playing well, um, you know, to help them advance the Super Bowl. It's gonna be a competitive game, definitely, you know, and it's a it's a great matchup. You got two of the best teams left. Uh, playing against each other in this championship game. Absolutely. I definitely got my popcorn ready. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait. And then on the NFC side, you know, you got the the Packers versus uh, the Falcons. And, man, this is is another awesome game as well. I mean, you know, Matt Ice, he's he's been awesome all year. And uh, you know, obviously, uh, Rogers has been awesome, also. So I mean, something's got to give. Uh, I know uh, Falcons is as at home, but I, I think uh, I think Rogers is gonna is gonna be it's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be a close game, but um, I think Rogers is gonna is gonna you know outlast him in this duel. And then it'll be uh, Packers versus uh, Patriots for the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, that would be a rematch uh, from, uh, what is it, three years ago, I think? Four years? Actually, no, 2010. Packers played Steelers in the Super Bowl. Packers won the Super Bowl that year. So it would be a rematch of the 2010 Super Bowl if that happens. Yep, it would definitely be, definitely be interesting to see that, that match at the end again. Yeah, but I think uh, Falcons um, are too much. Falcons have too much weapons. And um, you know, I I think I think the streak stops here for the Packers. You know, as much as I like to, as much as I like to pick the Packers, I need playing well. I mean, I don't know. The Jordy Nelson is not going to play again. I don't know if they can sustain that offensive power, firepower. I mean, Falcons are just too good right now. I mean, yeah, you know, you got two running backs that could catch, run. Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's going to be a shootout, but I'm, I'm, I think the Falcons are going to win the close one. And I think they played They played earlier this year, um, They play, which was also a shootout, and the uh, Falcons won a close one, 33-32. So if this game is anything like that game, then, you know, expect a lot of points. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Both of these, both of these guys are firing on all cylinders, man. They're they're unconscious right now. It's gonna be a a, a duel. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It's gonna be like the Wild Wild West, basically. Yeah. Going down in in the hot Atlanta, so definitely definitely a game that's gonna be talked about for the ages. Uh, kind of like that uh Cowboys uh Packer game that happened last week. It was like back and forth, man. It was like, and uh, you know the um. The Packers was able to get that kick, that field goal kick. That was fifty-two yarder. Yeah. That's that won me. That won me. That won me. Well, actually, no, I didn't get any money from that game. Oh no, yeah, I did get money from that game. <laughs> <laughs> so I did pick. I did pick mm-hmm. the Packers to beat the Cowboys. So, mm-hmm. so it, it, you benefited every possible way. Yeah. Financially and uh, a personal interest. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, you know, Packers could help me out again by losing this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm not betting that. against those. I'm only betting the Steelers and the and the Patriots. So uh, the Packers top game, I could care less about. <laughs> well, hopefully, Patriots will lose. I hope so. Uh, definitely, this 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 is this is a uh, yeah. These two showdowns are, are awesome, as as you know, in sports and. Uh, Especially NFL fans would know, so I don't even have to convince you guys to watch this game tomorrow. So, oh yeah, I'm pumped up. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not. They're not even. I'm not even a fan of one. Even one of these teams, but I'm uh, pumped up to watch both of these games tomorrow. Yeah, me too. I mean, imagine if the Jets and the Giants were 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 in were in these games. How how excited we would have been. I mean, yeah. They, so, I mean, this you know this these matches are awesome. I mean. Fortunately, I wish I had a vested interest in it, but um, you know, normally I don't really care when it's when I don't have you know uh, uh, you know vested interest. You know, whether it's my team's going in a playoff you know run or a team I hate, you know, i.e. Patriots in this instance, you know, want, rooting for them to lose. You know, I really, I really don't, you know. You know, care. I, you know, I, I find out. You know what, what happens, or you know, tune in. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. And one team, those two teams are um, 
very these two uh, games are very watchable. Knicks, on the other hand, mm, not so much. If you if you've been tuning into the Knicks uh, this season, I mean, Knicks they are like they are the man, man they are like the bad news bears of of baseball. I mean, they they just find the ways to lose. Yeah, it's like every game I mean, is close. Every game is close, and they lose by last second. Carmelo Anthony, six seconds to go, instead of trying to drive the ball to tie the game up, he launches a three, and it's no good. And the Knicks lose yet again. And, of course, uh, earlier this week, a few days ago, um, the Knicks lost a game because a, a, um, a head coach interfered in the in the game. Um, uh, who, who, who was it? it was, I think that was the Wizards. Was. Wasn't that the against yes, the Wizards? Yeah, the Wizards, right? Correct. Yeah. It was the Wizards game. The, I mean, and, and then afterwards, the, the the after the game was over, after the next loss, because the 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 the, the assistant coach was yelling in uh, Courtney Lee's ears. Courtney Lee had a wide open three. He moves out of the way and jacks up a three, which is, which was no good. And then afterwards, um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I think was it Derek Rose I had the ball at the time and he, and then the, the ball got stolen and, uh, I can't even remember who dunked the ball. Who, who dunked the ball? Wall? I can't even remember who dunked the ball. Uh, it was I mean, Wall. Blossom. It was John Wall. Yeah, he, he stole the ball and dunked it. And, of course, they counted the ball. But uh, upon further review, which the NBA has done at least three or four times, they reviewed it after the game was over, and they said that the coach, the assistant coach, um, was fined. Because he he interfered, he was on the court yelling at uh, Courtney Lee, which obviously that was a no no. And another thing is, they said that uh, Walls, uh, when he stole the ball, he double dribbled, but unfortunately, th- th- it counted when when the game happened. So we end up losing another game where the referees later on realize that you know, we should have won this game Yeah. had they officiated the game better, and yet we lost. I mean, there's there was like two uh, two other games like that 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 we've lost, and I, I don't even think uh, – one of them was the, the buzzer beaters, I think, because I think they said the ball was still in the guy's hand, but somehow they didn't see that. I mean, don't they have – don't they do two-minute – don't they have – don't they have the ability to – um do instant replay in the last two minutes of the game, why aren't they I, using it? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that. And, and your Knicks are putting themselves in this position because, I mean, it's like every game is a closed game. Like, you got to start closing out teams in the fourth quarter, blowing out teams. I mean, you can't keep freaking trying to cut the lead to, down to two or one and then expect to win every game like that. I mean, it's getting Absolutely. ridiculous. Really, it's really getting ridiculous, man. They just, they, they just find all whole new ways to lose. It's not. It's like they're they're really they're literally unwatchable right now because it's like 
you know they're going to lose. It don't matter if they're up. They, I mean, they've lost a game recently where they were up 16 in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, they lost the game. And Melo, I mean, Melo could have, I mean, they could at least tie this game today. And Melo I mean, played well. They had some bad position, possessions in, uh, towards, you know, the end of the game. Jacking up threes when they have the lead, trying to go score inside and work the clock, and maybe I don't know, play a little defense a, a bit. These guys, they never learn. Yeah, I mean, Melo played well. He did. He was nine seventeen. He had six assists, seven rebounds, and that was actually his first missed three pointer of the game. But I mean, yeah, in that situation, you know, try to tie the game rather than yeah. you know win it with a three. Exactly. That's my only. That's my only. That's my only critique. Try to. He had six minutes to go. Try to drive the ball. Yeah. The ball. You don't have to shoot a three. This is exactly what I was telling you about last week. When they're when they're when they're when they're um when there's a tie game, or the other team's leading by one, they try to jack up a three, which they miss. And then, but when they're when they're losing by three, they go inside to try to. Score and, and draw a foul to to tie the game up that way. They never learn. They never yeah. learn, and they never guard anybody, and they never use. They never use the foul to give. They never do it. Yeah, it's like so annoying. Tired of talking about the same stuff every single week because these team, this team doesn't learn, man. I mean, it's getting to the point after the game. I'm like, you know, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Love the Knicks. I'll always love the Knicks. But well, maybe they should, maybe they should contract this team permanently because it's like they're the old yeller of the of of the NBA. I mean, they're the oldest team in the NBA, and they all they do is bring people misery, man. It's like, come on, play basketball, play D. Well, at this point, I mean, the only thing they can do is probably trade Melo. Melo waives his no trade clause and. You know, he he said recently that he would do it if the the Knicks uh, he'd consider it if the, if that's what the Knicks want to do. So yeah, he now he's know. finally he's finally um con- considering it. You know, if they do approach him, which I mean that's uh, that's I I, I I foresee that happening in the near future, uh, especially near I think next month is the 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 trading deadline. Yeah, but uh, that that ship has sailed. I mean, because he had the perfect opportunity to get traded to Cavaliers. I yeah. mean, he would have had the ring had that had he accepted that. You know, if that trade would have went if that trade would have went down. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but then with the Knicks, we'll, we'll definitely keep you posted. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess we'll. We'll uh we'll 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 talk a little uh before we get to WWE I, I guess we'll touch upon uh you know um the girls main world finale you know obviously as you know Mac uh, you know I'm a huge uh, TJF fan and uh, my favorite uh, TJF show of all time is of course Boys Me World with uh, you know Family Matter being a, a very close second yeah. uh, in my book. But uh, Boys Me World, man, I you know I I, I love the characters, uh, the storylines of the show. You know, it was it was like a, a, a at the time a modern day Happy Days basically. 
in my opinion. It was a you know a very good show. Lasted about what seven years or so, mm-hmm. probably like what from ninety three to two thousand. And um, basically, uh, a few years ago, they uh, rebooted the show, brought back all the original characters uh, and the original writers from the show. And, uh, you know, when I first heard they were coming back, you know, I was kind of skeptical. I'm like, okay, is this going to be a a remake? What's going to happen? But once I heard that the original cast is going to come, and equally important, the writer, the creator is going to be part of it. I'm like, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be great because, you, I mean, you know, they have, you know, they have the people who are behind the show, you know, who's, um, you know, that's running it. So it's, you know, you know that the person going to give their heart and soul to the creation. I think the guy's name is uh, Michael Jacobs, if I'm not mistaken. You could uh, check that for me later on if you're listening, folks. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the show had a lot of success. And because of that, a lot of shows, a lot of rumored shows have been thought about coming back and came back, like Full House came back to Fuller House. Um, Will and Grace is coming back for another season. Um, I'm trying to think of other shows. Uh, Gilmore Girls is coming, is, it came back. Um trying to think of other shows. There's there's been other shows. There's the a new twenty four coming out with a yeah, black guy. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, twenty new twenty four. Well, yeah, there was two. There was twenty four. The last season that came out a few. What was it? Last year or two years ago? Key for Sutherland coming back for a twelve, a shortened twelve uh, episode uh, run. And now, like you said, there's a a new twenty four. I guess you could say it's a spinoff. Twenty twenty four uh, uh, with you know with the. Uh, I forgot the the character the the, the um I forgot the, the the black guy with the dreads on the Walking Dead I forgot his name you know yeah, he, now he, he does have any dreads though well no well I think I think it's just for his character I think it's fake dreads for the for the you know when he's in Walking Dead oh, um okay. you know he he was also in uh, um Straight Outta Compton as well he played as you know Doctor Dr. Dre yeah. in the film um. Yeah, so, I mean, th- there's been a lot of shows that have been rumored to be coming back. Married with Children has been rumored to be coming back with Bud as a, you know, spinoff. Saved by the Bell, which I don't think that's, that's going to happen, you know, but it was rumored that they might come back, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, like I said. But, I mean, you know, uh, going into the show, Girls in the World, like a few years ago, what, 20, 2014, when it, when it popped up, and I was eager how it was going to be. I knew it was, it was never going to be as good as, you know, Boys Meet World, obviously. But, you know, for for what it's worth, it was a pretty good entertaining show. I mean, obviously, I'm not the main demographic. You know, I'm not a teenager or anything like that. But, I mean, it was a good show. I mean, they, they, they created new characters, you know. Uh, Riley, who's uh, Corey and uh, Topanga's uh, daughter. Um, their best friend, Maya, which... You know, she she basically steals the show. You know, she's like the the Sean, the 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 Sean of the, you know, you know the the current show, basically. And you know, they have a you know a lot of other interesting characters that they added to the show as well. And you know, for the most, the success of the show is that not only did they add new characters, 
but they paid respect to the old characters, and everything flows seamlessly from the old show to the new show, you know. And uh, another show is like Fuller House, you know. Fuller House, you know, they have they, they pay respects to the, you know, the Full House, the original Full House show, but they do poke fun at their, sh- at their show, you yeah. know. But, you know, it's, it, it's interesting, you know, um, that, you know, that they're, you know, that now these shows are actually continuing these shows. And I think Hollywood needs to pay, pay attention to it. If you're not rebooting the show and you, you're, you're not continuing with the original characters, with the addition to adding new characters, similar to what Star Wars Episode Seven did, you know, in the films, then don't 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 bring back the the the, the stuff. If you're gonna reboot it and make a new people play the same characters over again, or act like the the uh you know the popular brand never existed before, like the you know the Ghostbuster movie that came out last year, it does to me it doesn't make any sense. It's just a cash grabbing scheme. If you're not if you're not paying respect to the you know the established brand and there's no connection through the to the past with the with the future thing then it makes no sense to to just you know put a popular show or movie and just tag it, tag the name onto it and act like oh wow this is a brand new idea it doesn't work but you know luckily for that show uh you know it did work because like i said they they paid respect to uh, the past while forming a, forming a new mythology, you know, that keeps the legacy going on. And uh, the season finale ended last uh, – series finale ended last year. I mean, not last year, last night, actually. And uh, it was pretty good. You know, they had a lot of the, the old cast coming back. And, uh, you know, I thought it was good. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I thought it was a good, very good episode. I like the fact that they brought everybody back, reunited them, and even had they they broke that fourth wall with having the two yeah. organs. I didn't even say that. I read your mind. I read your mind. I thought that was, that was funny. funny. I thought that yeah. was really funny. I I, I gave them a pass for that. You know, they did break the fourth wall. It doesn't make logical sense that they have two organs, mm-hmm. but it was funny how they acknowledged. Um, you know. That uh, you know they did switch the actress, uh, the the actress who played uh, you know Corey's uh, younger brother, younger sister, I should say, uh, towards the end of the the years. So it was funny how they acknowledged you know acknowledged that and they they brought her back. And uh, another thing, another thing that they touched on in the end was uh, when they talked to uh, uh, Corey's younger brother. Uh, who I assume they recasted, uh, you know, to, you know, promote a, a relationship with uh, Riley's friend Maya. Uh, because, you know, he, he, as you saw, towards the end in the, the restaurant, there was a guy who came in who I'm, I'm pretty sure if I, if I, you know, if I was making a bet, the guy who came in, he was the actual actor who played uh, his, his, um, Corey's brother in the when they showed the flashback and then they had a guy come in the end you know to try to go into the restaurant I think that was the actual actor that 
they basically, you know, put him into the show. So basically, they they pretty much got everybody back, with yeah. with the exception of you know the college people, you know, like Angela and uh, you know uh, Eric's friend Jack, and you know. But for the most part, they got they got everybody back. They got Mr. Turner, Harvey came back. You know, the bully that turned, who's now a janitor. Yeah. Minkus came back, even though he didn't have a talking scene. If my memory serves me right. And they tied up the loose ends. So, if you're a fan of Boys Meet World, I say you should definitely check out the series finale of uh, Girls in Your World for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, lastly, uh, WWE they uh, they got Kurt Angle finally in the Hall of Fame. Oh, it's true. It's true. Kurt finally. Angle is finally in the Hall of Fame. The guy hasn't wrestled since 2016. You know. And he, he, you know, he finally is going to take his place in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'll be honest, you know, I knew the guy was a legend, you know, back in the day, very talented. But, you know, back in the Attitude Era, I was stuck on the face and heel thing. If you're a good guy, with the exception of The Rock, because, you know, The Rock's my all-time favorite wrestler. So whether he's good or bad, I'm still rooting for him. Um, but with that said, when somebody, you know, is a good guy, I'm rooting for them. When they turn bad, I turn, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm rooting against them, as WWE wants you to do. But now, in this modern era, where the, the, the villains are more popular than the good guys, you know, I do, I do tend to, to, to um, I don't know, root for the heels, or anybody who I see is an interesting character who's playing their role believable. You know, like Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, who, um, who announced that him and brothers, Randy Orton, and Luke Harper are going to compete in the Royal Rumble as expected. And uh, this SmackDown coming up Tuesday night, Bray Wyatt and... No, not, not Bray Wyatt. I, actually, Randy Orton and Luke Harper are going to battle one-on-one to get some steam off of them because they've been having some tension building for the past couple of months since Randy Orton joined the team. And uh, that also culminated with them losing the title to American Alpha uh, a few weeks back, so that should be interesting uh, episode. So, like you, like you've mentioned in the past, this could this could be the biggest Royal Rumble. You got Brock Lesnar, you got um, Goldberg, Undertaker coming back to the Royal Rumble, which he hasn't done in recent years, and in his home state of Texas, um, you know it's going to be huge. You know, New Day is obviously going to be there. What's your, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's going to be a great Rare Rumble. One of the best Rare Rumbles we've seen in a while. Excited to see all these guys, Undertaker, Goldberg, Lesnar. They're going to be in the same ring together. I, I can't wait next week. Until next week. Uh, I totally agree with you, bro. It, it looks very awesome. Uh, you know, there's rumors that maybe Samoa Joe might make his appearance. Kenny Omega, um, you know, from, uh, I think, from Ring of Honor and other places who had an awesome match with uh, with a, a Japanese wrestler, Okada, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, I think is the, the event. People are saying that this is not a five-star match. It's a six-star match. I haven't seen the match yet, but people are what, raving that this might be the best match they've ever seen. So, you know, I, I've definitely got to check that out. And uh, you guys should definitely check it out. I mean, I do purely stick to WWE stuff, you know, but I'm hearing great things about that match, so I definitely want to check that out. 
Um, trying to think uh, what else what else happened on WWE. Oh yes, Mickey James returned. She was revealed to be uh, Luchadora, who's been uh, the mask Luchador uh, lady who's been uh, attacking uh, Becky Lynch uh, in favor of uh, the current champ uh, Alexa Bliss. So um, Mickey James is now allied with uh, officially allied with Alexa Bliss, and it's going to be interesting. Uh, this should set up a feud between. Um, uh, Becky Lynch and Mickey James, you know, that will go down at WrestleMania. And then eventually Mickey James should turn to, you know, turn good and face uh, Alexa Bliss for the title. Yeah. Or, or, see that. or Becky Lynch, depending on who is the champion at that time. Yeah. Could be a triple threat right there. Uh, absolutely. No doubt about that. Um, oh, yes. Uh, another thing is, uh, Going uh, to uh, to to um, NHL, um, the you know the Rangers they haven't been playing well lately, but uh, they they rebounded uh, 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 recently. Uh, I think they won the, the final score three to two. I think Lundqvist might have had thirty two saves or something like that. Uh, and if you remember, he had a bag. He he gave a lot. I think the the team gave like seven goals recently. So. And uh, you know they snapped their their three game losing streak, so you know good for them as well. Um, and uh, you know we'll see what happens with that. Um, anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, you know, great games tomorrow. You know, hopefully uh, we have uh, the two best teams advance going to the Super Bowl. So you guys enjoy those games and come back here for Sports of a Legend next week. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. So next week we'll we'll definitely uh, uh you know give our previews for the Super Bowl and you know Royal Rumble is coming soon as well. So we're gonna be previewing that as well. So um you know, I wanna thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, I'm William Ramo, he's Macaulay Matthew, and I'll see you guys um, next week. Peace.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.